Welcome to the OFX Podcast. I'm Dave Claxton, and along with me today, again, is always, is the wee woman of warp speed, Bethany McChesney. Uh, it's Spartan Pro, and she's actually wearing her shirt today, too, so, like, that's... Oh, this isn't the pro one. It's still a Spartan shirt. No, this is the first yeah. time I did not wear a theme-oriented theme, yeah. shirt. Yeah, I, I wore the, the, there it is, the, the OFX shirt. It's a very fancy shirt. Well, I'm representing Spartan then, and you have the OFX. So. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so um, today, just earlier today, because we're we're recording out of sequence, we're completely disheveled because this isn't normal. Was uh, the first U.S. National Series, and welcome back to racing. I mean, oh, it was so hard to sit on my couch <laughs> and watch. <laughs> so hard. I know. Yeah, it was, it was, it was me Friday night when they did do the cross and they had limited, limited coverage of the Spartan cross whatsoever. I'm pretty disappointed in that. Yeah. Just because, I mean, this is supposed to be the video friendly event and like jack squat really so far. Maybe they'll put something out later, but. Yeah, maybe they were trying to put something together for a release. I don't know. And That's I'm not. not no, I don't want to knock the guys that were in it and the girls that were in it, but maybe they didn't have the caliber of athletes that they hoped to. And so maybe they weren't, I don't know. I, I just, again, it might've been one of these things where it's a great idea by Spartan where they kind of just perform it a little half-assed. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully, maybe. Hopefully it's, um, it carries on. Anyway, I think obviously we'll get right down to the national series. And one of the first things I want to do actually is just on our lap, last episode, right before this weekend, we had Cameron Tucker on. 15-year-old uh, Cameron, who was going to run in the National Series today, and she ended up 25th for the women. Uh, I believe it was out of 45 women, something in that neck of the woods. So, I mean, she did really, really well. Yeah, uh, she was awesome. She was roughly 9 to 10 minutes behind Nicole. Oh, Nicole won, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> and Nicole won by a few minutes. So, if you go back to the second, third place girls, then... Yeah. She was she right in the mix. Yeah. She did great. She was. I was really impressed with her. I thought she did fantastic. I hope. Um, I hope she's proud of herself because she should be. Yeah. Um, so let's let's go out with, and we might as well start with the people that we actually picked before to go. And I know you probably don't remember. I kind of do. Okay, and I kind of do too. And then I went back and I actually watched our podcast, and we really kind of bailed out on a lot of it. We didn't finish the picks, so we're gonna lie and say we picked better than we did. <laughs> I am. It was so hard to pick, though, because we just didn't know for sure who was in it, so. No, no, and and there was a couple, um, so, I mean, I got, the men I got down for, for me, I picked, and we'll, we'll start with the men, right? I picked VJ to win, Kempson for second. I did, too, I think. Yeah, you did. Kempson for second, Woods for third, Johnny Luna Lima, who didn't go, for fourth, <laughs> and um, Leon Kofed for fifth. Uh-huh. You picked VJ to win, Leon for second, Woods for third. Batras for fourth and Kempson for fifth. Okay, so I had two. Yeah, so we both, I, I mean, well, Woods came second. You had him third, but that's pretty good. We both had that. Um, Kempson, I believe, was, let me see, and I'll double check here. Kempson came fifth, so you nailed Kempson, which that's good. You, you know, so you actually picked three of the top guys in the top five. That's pretty good. Uh, mm-hmm. Leon came tenth. You had him second. And Batras was eighth. You had him fourth, which is not bad. Yeah, there you um, go. 
honestly, I think you did better than me. <laughs> you really did. So the official results for today were in, and I have one through nine showing here because that's what fits on my phone. <laughs> VJ won first and VJ put down a great race. He was fantastic. Ryan Woods in second, Logan Broadbent in third. Uh, didn't see that coming. Mm-hmm. Brian Gowitzki in fourth, Ryan Kempson in fifth, Josiah Madaya in uh, sixth. That was a good showing for Josiah. Yeah. Witten seventh on bad ankle and all. Way to go, Kirk. Um, Mark Batris in eighth and Mark Gaudet in ninth. So we'll just roll with that and I'll just, we'll deal with the women after. Um, yeah. So it, our, um, the lead was pretty much VJ through most of the race. And then there were, Kempson was up there. Josiah led for a little bit too. Yeah. Especially at the beginning. Yeah. Right at the beginning. And, uh, yeah. And then it seemed like everything came down to that tire flip. Yeah. Yeah. They were, I mean, Kempson was there. He, he came into that tire flip in second place, which was right where I had him picked. Just saying. (laughs) And, uh, I just thought the race was shorter than it was. and yeah, he, he struggled. He got the first tire flip quite quickly. And then, I mean, you'll, you can go for the second. No, you can go and you see video and he's like lying down on the ground, trying to drive his fingers under that tire and just couldn't get him under. And I think he eventually, I don't know if he eventually got it or if he burpeed out. I think he burpeed out in the end. Yeah. And, and I think I saw him run over. He, I think that VJ was the only one in the top five that actually did the tire flip. Yeah, I think so. So Ryan Woods came in and basically tried for two seconds and then went straight to the burpee pit. Same with Logan. So Mm -hmm. it was just kind of their strategy going into it. Because some guys, even uh, Majida, he tried for, he said, seven minutes. Two minutes one way and then five minutes back. So seven minutes in a sprint, that's a 30-year race. So Yeah, well, Majida, he put put that out on his stories on Instagram. And I swear... I felt bad for the guy. He looked like he was almost in tears. Like he, you know, he <laughs> legitimately felt bad. You know what? But he owned it. He he didn't yeah. make excuses. Um, you know, he he said, I, I made this decision. I wasn't the clean race, and it probably cost me a top five. Yeah. yeah maybe. I don't I think it definitely cost him a top 10 for sure. Top five might have been a bit of a stretch, but yeah. You know, I think I, it's, it's interesting because it's it's two smaller guys then who were second and third, and it's probably just because they're like, I'm not getting the tire, and they just knew it right away. Whereas guys like Majida would normally just not have a problem with it. So it, mentally, it's hard, defeating to think, I know I always get the tire. How can I not get the tire? So you keep going. Whereas someone who's smaller is like, ah, <laughs> there's times I haven't got it before. It's okay. So it's a lesson to all you kids out there: quit fast, and you'll win. <laughs> Trying is the first step to failure. Remember that. All right. <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> yeah, that's not great advice. Um, but it was good, and it has kind of triggered something for me. So, Megita put out the, his Instagram thing saying, you know, hey, I screwed up. I made a bad decision, but my running felt good. I had the speed. So, that was okay. You know, is, is what happened to him in video. But it didn't seem like it was excuses or anything like that. It was just, this is what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody else put out another video uh, that wasn't quite so so good. Uh, Benny Gifford had a really not a great weekend. Um, 
he did the Spartan Cross as well and didn't do nearly as well as I had thought he would do in something like that. And then did um, the, the sprint. And again, quite far back, didn't, didn't do great um, back in the twenties, somewhere around, not, not what you would expect from him. Now his video on the other hand, he suggested that maybe he had an allergy issue or potentially got COVID. Um, oh, you probably shouldn't say that. Benny, good guy. I got no issues with Benny. I've chatted with him many times and got along with him. He's been very nice to me, but that was like a drunk text. He maybe should have saved that one for the next morning. You know, yeah, just it through. let it sit and simmer before he put that one out there. Yeah, I didn't hear that. Oh. Yeah, you're better off. You're better off. Yeah. <laughs> It, yeah, it was not a good one. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, you know, and he mentioned he'll drop this one and move on. And... Oh, yeah. I guess you have that option now. Yeah, yeah. Um, guy that really, like, okay, you know, and who stuck out to you as having a good race, maybe overperforming? And... Well, I think Logan. We didn't even mention him at all. So that was really kind of a surprise for us then. Um, he's obviously he has the wheels so and then um, Josiah also was right up there and I wasn't expecting to see his name up there at all so he really he was pretty brave in that race so he went out there I thought the same too Josiah was great he he came out hot and he said I'm gonna go for it and he went for it and managed to hold on and grab himself a good finish Um, and definitely he you could see it when they hit the obstacles how much ground he would lose compared to some yeah. of the other guys and but it does let you know that once he gets that experience on some of those obstacles he he could be a real force if he if he would like to be um yeah exactly yeah logan logan and i i you know i we didn't say him we didn't mention him and then when i saw him show up in the spartan cross i was like oh man why didn't i think of that guy because i know he's got great obstacle still skills yeah um i would have picked him for definitely for spartan cross was a good choice but i still wouldn't have thought top three for this race but man he he hauled he yeah. was great yeah and it's I'm, good to see people come out like that too because and we haven't really seen people race in almost a year so you have no idea in some way so it's exciting and he has a great stride to watch like he looks like he's going to kick himself in the ass every time With every stride, his heels his his <laughs> kickback is so high <laughs> it's, just, it's like he oh he's hauling like he looks fast and that's i was great I, i'm very impressed with him um Obviously, like we said, Megita didn't have the day he wanted. Benny Gifford didn't have the day he wanted. Um, Bracken Crocker uh-huh. um, supposedly came in in very good shape, had some kind of calf issue, I would say, less than a mile in, and called it a day. Oh. So, you know, tough break for him. I don't know what it was. He posted that might need a week or two to heal from. So hopefully, you know, obviously more than just a cramp or anything like that, something must have happened. Yeah, I didn't see that. No, but Kirk DeWint represented the running public well, and he, you know, came out with a seventh place. That was not too bad at all. Um, Mark Godet probably I thought would do a little better than ninth. Yeah, he was up there too for a bit. He was yeah. in that right in that lead pack too. So and he, he did get a bit of a penalty. I think he got thirty seconds of burpee penalties. He must have missed a burpee. Oh, okay. So it's one burpee is 30 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. It's a harsh penalty for missing a burpee. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. It happened. Everybody's got to count. It did, it did drop him. I think. Yeah. I think, yeah. Two spots that 30 seconds. Yeah. That men's race was tight. It was, it was, it was a good, I mean, but it was great. And you know, 
I thought, I mean, obviously at the front, BJ had it wrapped up, but there was some really good racing in the back. I was very, very excited, liked watching it the whole time. And well, you just, what do you think of the Spartan not doing a live stream and putting out the kind of real time recorded race? Um, I, you know what? It was fine to me because it came out pretty soon. Like I know the year before when races happened, but not last year, it would come out like the next day. And by then everyone's made all their posts and you kind of know what happened anyway. So it's like watching something that you already know the ending of. Um, so it came out pretty quick. There was enough. Um, I was watching a lot of stories too, like obstacle racing media had yeah. some pretty consistent stories. So you still kind of knew it, but it was within hours that came out. That's, that's pretty good. I, yeah, I, absolutely. It's better than last year. Like last year too, and the editing this year, they just, it was, I think it was a case of less is more where it's like they did yeah. less and they just like, okay, let's just let the race run and we'll just piece together the camera shots we have, which yeah. is still, you know, tricky to do and takes a little time, but they, like I said, worked it out in a couple hours. Didn't bother with the commentary. That was cool. Fine. No problem. If, you know, I don't mind a little commentary, but if I'm going to have to wait another three days for it, no, no. Just yeah, piece together and let the run go, and it it worked. So that was a plus for them, and they had no other option because that signal there was terrible. I saw uh, Matt trying to do live streams. I saw the OCR report trying to do live streams, and they were just oh really not happening. There was no way it was glitchy and horrible. But um, so um, now we'll check. Might as well go to the women here. Mm -hmm. all right this is where we bailed on our picks we did like three and then just said the rest is too hard we're not going to do it we're going to distract everybody and move on <laughs> and pretty much we had nicole uh leanne watts wasney alex walker um rose wetzel which was good i think and again you know i don't have all the picks for those but i i'm gonna hand it to you you beat me on that too <laughs> so um leanne wasn't there no, no, Leanne wasn't there. So I figured since Leanne wasn't there, I'm going to replace her for my pick with um, Miriam because that's what I would have you done. You said Miriam won't be there. She I know. <laughs> but I would have picked her second if I thought she was going to be there. So she left the jungles of Costa Rica to come here. Yes. And it was worth it. You know what? I was saying when I was watching, I'm like, you know what? I'm really glad she did well because obviously she had to make quite an effort to get there. Yeah. So for her to come away with a nice second place finish is... Yeah. And she had said too, she hasn't really been on obstacles. So. And you can see it too. When she's on the obstacles, she is tentative yeah. and slower. Oh. Yeah. So, she can run. False start Miriam. Did she false start? Not at the start. She false started on the monkey bars. <laughs> yeah. I saw her step back down. Yeah. So and right here, this is going to be a test of my editing. If I succeed in editing, you're going to see the video right now. <laughs> If you haven't seen the video by now, I didn't figure out how to do it. <laughs> so what happened was she grabbed the first monkey bar, went up the steps, grabbed the first monkey bar, took a swing out, and then swung back and went back on the step, step paused, readjusted her grip a little bit, and went. Technically speaking, by the rules, once your feet leave the stand, that's an attempt. If you got assistance after that, which means standing back on the stairs, that's called a fail. So she should have had to do burpees there, but the volunteer didn't catch it or the judge, whoever was there, did not catch it. Yeah. So then by precedent, if she had finished the race, 
she should have suffered the Woodsy precedent, which is a 10-minute penalty, which is even worse than the burpees, obviously. I think they really need to fix that and maybe make that a three-minute penalty. But anyway, mm-hmm. but nobody caught that either. <laughs> which is crazy because it was it was on the live feed of the, that was posted by Obstacle Racing Media. So I'm, su- I'm kind of surprised no one started calling it out. No, no, no. I, I, I guess nobody on site, none of the officials caught it. Um, the private investigator, it, private investigators of the OCR Discord were onto it right away. Yeah. But if you ever want to cheat at all at OCR, don't. <laughs> because the people in the Discord will find you. They will find <laughs> you. And they will lynch you publicly. Just don't do it, okay? It's not worth it. <laughs> I was saying, I just think everyone's just so happy to be back racing that they're like, oh, it's okay. <laughs> Let it go. <laughs> well, and I'm, I'm, in hindsight, I'm glad it didn't get caught because she had such a great run. She came so far and it was. Yeah. And it's just such a slight, like, it didn't gain her any advantage whatsoever. It's just like, it's such a slight little thing. Same with, I know, same with Woodsy touching the truss. Like, it didn't really get you an advantage in the end. No, it didn't. But at the same time, you have to have that rule because otherwise you get into too many judgment calls where like you can say for her, I mean, she just swung back and reset. Well, what if she got out there on the first one and was like, oh, I'm kind of slipping here. Wait a minute, I'm going to reset. Yeah. You don't know what's going through her mind. You don't know what's going through on the, with her happening with her grip. So you have to have that rule cut and dry. It seems like a stupid yeah. rule, but you have to have it. That's. No, I get the rule. I get it. Yeah. But anyway. Um, so yeah, might as well go through the women. So we had Nicole in first, Miriam in second, Rose Wetzel with a great run in third. Yes. And she ran so smart. Mm-hmm. She did. And she, she really hammered it at the end to, uh, to, to take she her, hit her spear and she, her wheels turned on. She's a finisher all the time. Always you yeah. see her sprinting across that line. Yeah. Her track, her track legs kick in and she's gone. Her arms are pumping. I think that was her strategy is um, she kind of, she hung back in yeah. the crowd, in the mix and like that kind of chase pack behind Nicole and Miriam. And then she was in that pack coming up to the spear and then she hit her spear and she was gone and she passed um the girl that was fourth Ashley Ashley yeah Ashley O'Hara yeah did you see when she passed her the look on Rose's face it's her look I said to God it was like I fucking got you yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's it you're done she's a very expressive runner actually oh yeah yeah she's very emotional I like when she I like when she races because she's always wearing colors and I can always pick her out very easily. Yes, yeah, she does like her bright colors. Yeah, and if and if that's not it, you can just wait wait for the incredible abs to run by you and then you'll know it's her. Yeah, and the big curly hair. Yeah, yeah. Um, Alexander Alex Walker, she was fifth. I I kind of expected a little more out of her, but fifth is still quite respectable. In there, if she hit her spear, it actually would have been a wicked kick between her and Rose because they were right at the spear at the same time. She actually, she was ahead of Rose going into the spear. So she missed her spear. And jumping back to the men too, that was the same with Leon. He, um, he might've been able to fight for five, but he, he missed his spear as well. Wow. That's a, that's a big drop because of that spear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Annie Doobie, Annie Dubay. She was right in there too. She was with that mix with Rose and Alex. Yep. Yeah, right there. Natalie Miano in seventh. That's a bit of a drop off from last year for her. Um, She's coming back from injury. I think that's really good for her, actually. All right. And this one, here we go. Miranda Kilpinski. I'm not sure who she is. Got (laughs) nothing. For eighth. Way to go, Miranda. Yeah. 
And uh, Casey Monroe and Knight. Names there. And then, sorry, the last one? Casey Monroe. Yes, Casey. So she's always running around the top 10. She's, she's doing good. But for me, definitely the big show up was um, obviously Miriam. Great run. And Rose were, were awesome to watch. I, I like that. But Rose, for me, yeah, highlight watching her go through. And again, like you say, running her race, being very smart and playing to her strengths. Yeah. That was well done. I think the biggest thing out of this, though, is Nicole's dominance. From the gun, yeah. Like, was there anybody else even in the race for her? No, and I, I was actually, I, I was I was really expecting Renee Bettivier, I don't know, Bettivier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then. You got um, caught in the hype. Was that? You got caught in the hype. Yeah, <laughs> I did Renee and Laura, the two runners, phenomenal runners. I don't think in a track race, Renee, her 5K PB is untouchable right now to any girls. But so I was really expecting her to go out with Nicole. I her speed is just phenomenal, and so I I was a little, I was actually surprised she didn't. She was up there for a little bit, and then I didn't see her at all. So I'm not really sure what happened. I'd be interested to see what she says about it, but I think it's just, it's really, I know she's been doing some trail races and stuff, but it's just so different running on a track and on the roads when you just, you get into a rhythm and you just kind of hold that rhythm. And, but in OCR, it's always broken up. You're slogging through mud. You can't get a rhythm in that. It kind of throws you around or there's the obstacles break things up and it's just so different. And it's, it honestly, when you come from the track or the roads and you get into this, it's, it's, it's very frustrating. And at first I, and I found this too, you just, you're kind of frazzled and frustrated a little bit because you're just, you just want to get into a rhythm and it's like, it never happens. And uh, so I don't know if maybe that got to her a little bit. Um, but I, I was expecting to see her up in that mix for sure. So like you said, going, because I mean, that was the same transition you made, right? You went from the track to, to OCR. Yeah. Did you find yourself, and this would just be my guess, because that was obviously a transition I did not make. Um, did no. you find yourself pushing too hard because you couldn't get into that rhythm? So then you would blow up early because you, you kept having to re-accelerate and establish your pace that you're used to. Uh, yeah, I, I used to go out so hard at the beginning of races too, just because also I'm like, it's a 5k, I'll go out at 5k pace, but usually the races that I, I, when I started, they were straight up a mountain and I would just, I would take off like I was racing a 5k and, uh, yeah, I, I blow up pretty hard because I just kind of thought you'd hit a pace, but then. Um, and you just kind of stick into a good rhythm, but it just never happens. So you kind of, you find you're just, you're trying to push, push, push a little bit instead of trying to just kind of relax into it. And you almost have to let, um, it, like let the, the mud kind of take over and you just kind of roll with it a little bit more instead of trying to fight it all the time um, and just not getting frustrated. So yeah, I did have to learn that the hard way. I went out way too hard in races too, just not, and not, ex not realizing too how much that takes out of your legs when, it's you're kind of being thrown around a lot more yeah it would i guess yeah it just it puts more of a beating on your body right and you're not in on the track and on the road you're not used to that right it, i mean yeah. makes sense. so what did you think of the layout of the course itself because i thought actually i really liked the course there was definitely a lot of muck and yuck in there um but one of the things i really liked was the uphill barbed wire climb oh, yeah 
I mean, I'm sure that was torturous, but it, it's, it made people crawl. Yeah, that's what I thought too. You can't roll. You can't roll on that. No, and I, 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 was, I, was, I was happy. Like, I mean, I, I don't like the roll. I want to see people crawl, right? I know the roll works, but I just, I want to see them crawl. I want to see them go through it. Oh, I love rolling. I'm fast <laughs> rolling. Of course, it's faster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I actually, I thought that it wasn't real barbed wire at first, but then it did zoom in and they are keeping it real barbed wire. Oh yeah, it was. Um, that was another thing Benny Gifford showed on his video was he, he had a big scratch up his back from the. Oh, from the from barbed wire. wire. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was the COVID gave him a big scratch and it was bad. <laughs> Maybe there was COVID on the barbed wire. It was. He needs to get checked out. But <laughs> I like that, of course. I like the little water crossing they had. Just that completely annoying height where you don't know how well, to. Well, I thought Miriam actually swam. She tried the she dolphin kick. And I'm like, I wonder if I would have done that. Like, because I'm shorter, so it would have been really high. <laughs> like, maybe swimming is always like, should I swim? Should I run? It's probably faster. I, yeah, she, she did a couple of dives. And I mean, I thought, I don't know. That was, maybe it was refreshing. Yeah, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I, I would probably have plowed through it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you. I was the bucket carry really a kilometer? Did you hear any more about that? I, they were doing a course preview and Steve Hammond said it's about a thousand meters. Yeah, I think it was between 800 to a thousand meters. So that was a long, that was another thing when I was watching Nicole was she, she was that, running. That yeah. was where she gapped the field. Like she had a decent, comfortable lead. And then when she hit that carry, I don't know if this was her plan or what, but she just spread it out. It was all of a sudden, it wasn't like there's a little gap of, you know, 30 seconds or so. It was like, all of a sudden now this is like a monster gap. And yeah, she was full on strides in that bucket carry. Wow, she was fine. The other one that I liked a moment was, one of my favorite moments was when Miriam was finishing her monkey bars. There was a guy on the other side and he like, bam, 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 bam. he flew through the nice sidearm, flexed arm, like flew through those monkey bars and he passed Miriam. And then they got off the monkey bar and he had like, I don't know, probably a 20 meter lead. And within 10 seconds, she right beside him, just flew right by him. And the look on his face was just like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> he was probably still celebrating. <laughs> and who, who was the other one? I think, yeah, I was trying to finish with, I, with trying to finish with Nicole, trying to not get uh, chicked as the phrase is. Oh. As Nicole was slowing down crossing the line because she knew she was so safe. Some dude came running behind her and literally outstretched his arm with the chip on it. I think he made it. I think he just made it. He looked pretty happy with himself. So, oh, wasn't what was she overall? Was she? Did she have the fifth fastest time? Fifth fastest time, and that that to me brings up an interesting question. So, <laughs> she had nobody pushing her. If Lindsay's there, do Nicole and Lindsay push each other to the point where they could podium? Like that dead. Yeah. Side. I don't know. Like if, if how much faster she could have gone. But I mean, she's letting up at the end. She at no point had any pressure on her whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, she's only got to jump up two spots. I mean, it is theoretically possible if her and Lindsay were battling hard. Yeah. That she goes another 30 seconds quicker. And where would that put her? 30 seconds quicker. Just check the math. We'll test my editing skills here. <laughs> <laughs> So she finished with a time of 2746. She would have needed 2709. Yeah. So 
Oh, yeah. That? It'd be close, yeah. It just depends on if Lindsay's coming in with that kind of leg speed because Nicole is definitely known for that, right? Yeah, yeah, she is, but I just... Lindsay won Jacksonville least, last year, though. At least would have been worried. She at least would have had it on her mind. I think that would have been... I, I think it's possible. I think she would have got it, which that would have been amazing. That would That's be, really impressive. Absolutely fantastic. So... We mentioned just a little bit the Spartan Crossing. It did go off. It was a cool course. It ended up being 800 meters. They did three laps. Uh, Logan Broadbent won. I mean, Logan had a great weekend. Oh, okay. You know, like I said nothing about that. You had to check stories, and it was a little difficult. Um, <laughs> as I mentioned, a lot of tore up hands. Yeah. I'm not going to do a glove rant, although I should. <laughs> Perfect time would be within <laughs> me, but I'm not. I'm going to hold back. No glove rant, other than hot bars melt skin. Just telling you. <laughs> when they're not wet they melt so yeah uh logan won that again uh, david Mujita was in it i believe he came second benny gifford was in it he uh he didn't have such a great race um i did i didn't really even catch the woman's name like that's what i mean they didn't post it. i know aaron rost was in it i'm not sure if she won or not mm -hmm. um it, they really should have pushed it a little more it would not have taken much there wasn't much else going on that day, night yeah i do get that it would be harder for them to get different athletes because it is friday night people are still arriving uh, some people are saving themselves for the next race. Um, yeah. So stuff like that. But either way, the course looked good from what I did here. The people who did it really enjoyed it. And the open group only did one lap. So they just did the 800 meters. Okay. So you were getting times of like, you know, six, seven minutes, which actually that would still be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh -huh. And that would be really appealing to some people. Oh, me, I would love that, man. I, I'd go out there and be like, yeah, all right, there's my one lap. Oh, I can do better than that. I'm going to re-sign up and go in a later wave and do it. Yes, take my money. I'll pay another 25 bucks or whatever it is. Let me go again. <laughs> I think it'd be fun. It'd be great. I think it's a good idea. I might, it might be a better idea for them to run it that way than to actually get people to run three laps. Just make it a little bit longer, make it a full kilometer uh -huh. and let them tear after it. And they have a deck of strong set up there as well. They did, yeah. Um, and they had people go through it. I saw uh, Ricky from the Discord. He went through. Um, Ricky was, wasn't as fast as he could have been, you know. But he pushed hard, and that's what matters. He did good, great job, Ricky. Good going. <laughs> so, and that was good, yeah. They had the Deca Strong set up. Um, they had another Deca Strong going on as well at some college somewhere else as well. So that's Yancey and uh, Jared were both at that one. This one was Ms. Barton. So it was a little, little bit... Uh, Less spotlighted, I'd say. Yeah, again, I didn't see hardly anything, just a few, a little bit of clips in people's stories. So I wasn't exactly sure how they were doing that. Uh, it just seemed uh, they just had, I think it was open pretty much the whole time. You could just go up and run your, you know, pay your money, run through. Um, the Buttery Boys, who normally do a lot of CrossFit video work, were there and did work. And apparently they did a run through, so we could probably expect to see a video from them on it. Okay. So we'll see how that goes. Um, Coming away from this, as I watch it, like I think it was the biggest thing was it was nice to, and I think everybody can agree, just get back to racing. Yeah. You know, they were on the starting line, they were flying, they were out of the gate, they were, it was, I don't want to say back to normal because I think that's just a horrible phrase, but, mm -hmm. you know, it was a breath of fresh air, you know, like, like we've been literally waiting to exhale, you know? Yeah. And really curious to see if it's going to happen. So what, 
were they doing then for COVID? So I saw hand sanitize stations. So that must not be mandatory coming in. <laughs> not a soul touched them. I didn't see anybody ever use them in the elites anyways. I did think it would have been cool if VJ did that when he came off the last dog tool and kind of looked back and no one was there and he's just got a little wipe on there. He didn't. <laughs> if he had done um, it, I probably would have yelled at him for being arrogant. So there's no win in VJ. Don't worry about it. Oh, I know. Um, and then everyone had to wear a mask on the start line, but as soon as the gun went off, they threw them off. Yes. Yeah. So that's an awful lot of waste as well. I'm just thinking of the poor volunteers then who have to scurry around after and pick up all the masks that everyone just threw on the ground. Well, they had little garbage bins set up right at the, like about 10 meters out of the start line. Yeah. And so when they ran to it, you, you'll notice you could see people charging to the sides. Some people. Yeah. Some people. Yeah. Yeah, but um, I guess, they, you know, you got to do what you got to do. And it was, this was the first one that was not gun timed. This was chip timed. So, I mean. But it's still not, in the elite though, it's still who finishes first, second, third, right? No, not this one. It was chip time, this one. Really? Yeah, because of COVID, because they had to stagger the start so much. So, I mean, there were people literally starting, you know, 40, 50 yards yeah. behind the leaders, right? Yeah. So they had to do chip time because it was the only way to be really fair about it. Oh, that's really interesting, actually. Yeah. Because then, like, Rose <clears throat> and Ashley, right? Mm-hmm. You want to say a different name. Ashley. So if if Ashley was way far back, she could have potentially beat her with time. Yeah, Rose only beat her by six seconds. Yeah, and, uh, and she crossed the finish line a lot more before that. That's, that's interesting. Right. Yeah, yeah, but her actual time was only six seconds faster. So it, it, it does, and that's why people don't like chip timing. And understandably, I, I prefer the gun time too. But in a situation like this, other than there's just no other way they could do it because they weren't allowed to crowd the starting line, right? Yeah. That was, you could see that at the beginning, they were like, everybody needs to be in their square. We cannot start until you're in your square. You have to have your mask on. And yeah. You could see everybody was just like, Oh, come on. I just want to go. Just want to run. Let me go. Let me go. Let me go. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, it makes sense now. Yeah. yeah. But I think you're right though. That Spartan probably saved a lot of money on hand sanitizer because I never saw anybody use any of that stuff, <laughs> which, you know, the good news, they can take it to the next one. <laughs> Questioning the next one. So the next one I believe is in California, isn't it? Is it in big bear? I think. Oh, I'm not sure. The California ones were, they weren't all moved then? No, no, I think it was just slow. Just, oh, okay. Either way, the point is, the next one is not in Florida. <laughs> and if it's not in Florida, Georgia, or Alabama, then it's sketchy. So, I don't know. What do you think the odds are of it actually coming off? Uh, what, when is that? May? April. It's in April, right? Yeah. So not too far away, a couple months. Oh, man. I'm going to say it's going to happen. I like uh, to be optimistic. <laughs> so because we're just in such a different climate than the U.S. So it's still in my mind. I don't know how stuff is happening at all because we're just in such a different position in Canada. So I don't know. It still kind of blows my mind that anything's happening. But I would have loved to have been there, though. Honestly, if I could have drove there, I would have. Like, if I could have crossed, I would, I seriously would have, and I've done this before, so I know I'm not talking out of my ass. I've, I've driven 24 hours to do 
a 20 minute race and I do it again. <laughs> so if, if I could have drove down there to do that, the Spartan, I would have done the Spartan cross in the sprint. And mm-hmm. if I could have done that, I would have, I, I, maybe that's not the politically correct thing to do in the climate right now, but totally would have made the trip. And I, I figure you might have too. <laughs> I, yeah. If I didn't own a business, I would have. Yeah. Where it would be very risky for me to take two weeks off when I came back. <laughs> so do you think, let's just say, let's say for argument's sake that the rest of the series goes on, that it happens as it is. Does VJ carry this over? I mean, Nicole, yes, she's going to carry it over. Lindsay will come back. They might have their battle. Yeah. Does, does VJ carry it over? Can VJ continue the momentum and can he be the guy to beat this year? Can he pressure Atkins if Atkins is able to go on the hilly courses, on the mountains, on the longer courses? Does VJ have that in the tank now? Um, I really do believe that he does, actually. I think he's just, he's really honed in his training this past year. And I know he's been working a lot um, with, um, oh, what's the coach's name? Richard Diaz. Yes, with with Richard Diaz. And I just, yeah, he just, he's looking really sharp right now. He just was in complete control. He looked relaxed, comfortable, like untouchable and obstacle. He looked mature. Mature. Look, well, I mean, he watched races he's done before and he has not looked like he had the mindset to do it. He looked like he had the physical talent, but not the mindset. Yeah. He was just so confident. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's someone who knows that they, that they, that they're going to take it. I don't know. I mean, I, here's the thing. I'm never going to bet against Atkins until somebody beats him or until he quits because, well, it's just never been a good bet. Yeah, but I agree. I see it too, though. He, he definitely he definitely looks ready. He looks like he's no longer the kid coming up, and now he's actually the contender. Speaking of contenders, Robert Killian. Oh, yeah. He did not have a good weekend. Uh, yeah, he just, did he end up doing the sprint? He said he did the super and he was third. He did the sprint and he, he was oh. up 13th or 15th, something in that neck of the woods. Yeah. yeah. He and did. he didn't look fantastic in the super. No, no. He's, and he struggled with, with the tire flip, but again, everybody did. Yeah. yeah he, well, so this year's really different for him too, right? He had to, he went back to full-time service. Yeah. So when he. He is saying too how it's just been really hard to balance with his training and he's doing a lot really early and a lot really late. And so it's probably just really obviously taking a hit on his fitness. So, and it definitely showed. Yeah, he came, he came 13th. His, it was his final spot yeah. in 2935. So, I mean, huh. not horrible, but I mean, he's, you know, he's world champion, you know. You, yeah, wow. It just shows how much, and this is a, obviously the big advantage that Nicole, Lindsay, and Ryan have pretty much who are the only three full-time OCR competitors, is when you can do that as your full-time job, when you can commit 100% to the training, how much of an effect it has on you. Because now Robert, like you say, he's back. He had to work, right? He, he had yeah. to, to you know, support his family. Yeah. It definitely shows. I just, does that, that's another thing. Does that carry over through the season? Does that mean he's not really on that contender list? Yeah, well, it might. Yeah, if he's, 
if he's still going to be working full time and if athletics isn't his career anymore. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of, that's, that's such a big game changer. I mean, you're working most of your day when you used to be training and VJ's full-time too, right? He's a full-time athlete. Yeah. 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 But you know, I guess it's for like, you know, VJ doesn't have the responsibilities that Killian has, right. He doesn't have the, the wife and the kid. He's more the kid. Yeah. Know? He's, and now he's set himself up in a situation where he has a course in his backyard. <laughs> so not only is he able to commit the time to training, he's built his own facility to train in so he can just wake up and roll out of bed and I can do it. In the... He's making himself very tough to beat. Yeah. Good on him. Good for him. Yeah. You know, I hope he comes second this year. <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> yeah, of course. yeah. Of course we don't want Ryan. Culturally biased. That's just the way it is. <laughs> yeah. There was one other guy I did, and we mentioned a little bit earlier, uh, a bit of a redemption weekend, I think, uh, for Ryan Woods. Mm-hmm. Ryan Woods had a great day. He had a great showing. He ran, again, a smart, good race. He looked like he enjoyed himself, which I think is very big for him. If he's not having fun, he's not being fast. Yeah. And I think this might have been a year where some people thought with the year off and maybe, and even us, we thought maybe his training might have slid, slid a bit. Yeah. This is a year, what is he, 42 now? 41, 42? Uh, yeah, so I think maybe 42 now. No, I mean. I, I love it though, because on the podium, then you have two 40 plus athletes. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Love I mean, that. That's amazing. Yeah. Miriam's 41 or 42. So the key is if you would like to come second place, wait till you're 40. <laughs> Just bide your time. <laughs> Just keep training. <laughs> It is good though. And it's nice to see because he's a funny dude and he's great to have on there. And that is the one thing with him and BJ on the podium. That's a lot of character. Yes. Yeah. And one thing we didn't have on the last thing we episode we have now uh, or whatever. It was nice to see Nicole in her dream team jersey. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was very cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, now just to find out who's on it. Well, she knows what Corinna Coffin is part of the, you know, I guess coaching or advisors yeah. or go, but yeah, it, it will be interesting to see who she picks. What you think? Five athletes, I think. Yeah, five or six. Five or six, and yet it's. Uh, I find her direction of who she wants to take and what she's saying about who she wants to take. It's a little, it's a little hard to pin down. It's pretty big. Well, now she has the different streams, and it, she's kind of making it up as she goes, and I think yeah. that's okay. Um, of but yeah, we just, people are just kind of left wondering what she's going to do with it. Yeah, because I mean, you've got, like she said, she wants people who are going to commit and be right near the top, right? Mm-hmm. But yet people who are up and coming, which is kind of different because those aren't quite near the top yet. And the people at the yeah. top are really, most of them already getting help through, you know, most of them are on Spartan team. So they're already getting their races paid for and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's a little big. It's a, it's a little odd. Um like I said, I, I don't care. It's, it's good either way. More yeah. help for, for more solid women to compete is great. Yeah. So, anyway, I think overall Spartan did a great job this weekend. A lot of things to overcome. And I was happy with it. I was happy to watch it. I was happy to get a fix of OCR. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was definitely exciting to watch. I'm glad they were able to pull that one off. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks for tuning in. 
Um, thanks for crushing it this weekend, everyone that was in Jacksonville and keep giving us something to talk about.